Well, there's the alarm and another delay in the rollout of the cannabis industry in Massachusetts. The state's Cannabis Commission is starting to come under fire about those delays. And meanwhile, the Bay State finally has a financial institution that will take their business. Yes, it's a credit union located in Gardner, Massachusetts. It's called Federal Credit Union and all that and more coming up on another edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Weeds with yours truly, Jimmy Young. We have a very special guest in studio to talk with, Adam Cavanaugh, who is the general manager of Leafly, and we'll get to him in just a moment. But first, a reminder to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, you can find it on the clnsmedia.com website, as well as a video recording on the weedtube. Yes, indeed, there are some exciting changes involved with CLNS Media, and we will be able to talk about them all next Tuesday night, October 9th, at Sensi Night in Boston at the Royale. If you do not have an invite to that event, please contact me at info at littleparkmedia.com. That's info at littleparkmedia.com. Congratulations go out to our supporter, Revolutionary Clinics. They have just opened their second facility for medicinal marijuana, and it's in the People's Republic of Cambridge, located on Fawcett Street, just next to the Fresh Pond Rotary. Rev Clinics prides itself on patient education and individualized service. Thursday nights are education nights for Rev Clinics at their 67 Broadway location in Somerville, and now on Fawcett Street in Cambridge. Welcome, Adam Cavanaugh, General Manager of Leafly. Adam, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. And, you know, I've been following Leafly really since I've had my medical card for three years in Massachusetts, and I've always found them to be the best quality media that is pro-cannabis out there. And that's why I'm excited to actually have a uh, get the chance to actually meet someone face-to-face and find out what the plans are for Leafly in Massachusetts. So I'm going to start right there and ask you, what are the plans for Leafly in Massachusetts, Adam? Absolutely. So uh, Leafly's goal in every market is really just to educate and consume, you know, inform consumers about, you know, where to find their cannabis, how they can uh, better be informed about their cannabis, and and ultimately um, experience their cannabis. And so, you know, I was sort of one of the first hires uh, that Leafly made out here on the East Coast. They actually have another office in Baltimore. Um, and really, my goal is, is the same that it is in all of our other markets. And, you know, we're sort of starting with introducing Leafly to the marketplace out here. You know, it's definitely not as strong of a brand as it is, you know, out on the West Coast where it was established. Um, And it was established in Washington State, correct? It was actually established in Orange County. Ooh, that being uh, California. I've been there. California, yeah. So three guys uh, started sort of tracking what they were smoking and Mm -hmm. how it was affecting them. And uh, that was back in uh, 2010, so about eight years ago. Yep. And since then, you know, it's it's grown and relocated its headquarters up to uh, Seattle, Washington. Yep. Um, and so, you know, step one is is again to to get the message out there, let people know who we are, uh, let people know that they can come to Leafly to get educated, to learn more, um, and then ultimately, you know, our goal is to try to work with 
the CCC and other folks in the community to help them promote their message and help ourselves promote our message. Um, and then get into some of these new things that we're launching, like our Leafly Pickup Service, where you know you can essentially reserve your cannabis online, go into the stores, pick it up, skip the line. Uh, you By know. the way, it's exactly like the Starbucks app. Okay, the yeah. mobile app. Yeah. It really, and I use the Starbucks mobile app almost on a daily basis. Yep. And so when I heard, when I talked to Renee about this, you know, offering for the various uh, pickup services at the medicinal facilities of cannabis in this state, I said, my God, this is great. It works just like the Starbucks app. Just look at the menu, pick what you want, click on it, and then you go in. And I believe it's even, you don't even have to do the financial transaction at the at the or do you so you still tell do me. the financial transaction at the dispensary, at the dispensary gotcha. and the Starbucks analogy is actually the one that I probably use most frequently to describe to people how it works. Uh, it seems to resonate well, and if you haven't used the Starbucks app, you've at least been in Starbucks and seen someone using it and been jealous that right. you aren't using it. You so. can skip the line, basically. Exactly. That's the, that's yeah. really what it's about. And if you've ever stood in one of those Starbucks lines, you know it can be a long time. And I have even ordered in Starbucks line and then picked it up, you know, out of line, if you will. So it and, works. And people do that too. You know, there's, there's exclusive deals that are offered from the, uh, the pickup service. And so, you know, we do uh, 10% off at certain dispensaries um, if they do that. And so sometimes they come in, they see that that's offered and they'll do the same thing. They'll, they'll place their pickup order while they're standing in line at the dispensary, which is really cool. And of course, right, I think Revolutionary Clinics is involved with this pickup service, yes? Yes, so we were uh, we were actually in Revolutionary Clinics for a while. We temporarily paused it with Revolutionary Clinics at the moment. They're kind of doing a little bit of store uh, configuration changes, and so we uh, hope to be up and running again soon in there, but we are in uh, 17 other stores throughout the state. And one of them I know um, is Alternative Compassion Passion Services down in Bridgewater. Uh, a childhood friend of mine is the, one of the principals there, and uh, they just opened within the last month, and I was all excited to see on a Leafly newsletter that I get on a regular basis in my inbox, there was the little link to their dispensary. So I was very happy to, uh, to see that as well. Google Analytics is a wonderful thing when you get right down to it. Yeah. Anyway, tell me a little bit about what how long do you think it will take Massachusetts? And again, there's frustrations going on in the industry right now because they have yet to give a full green light to the adult use uh, cannabis industry in this state. Um, how long do you think this will be? And every, t every person has a different uh, feeling about it, an idea, perhaps a source on the Cannabis Commission that's telling you that it's going to be this time, that time. What do you hear? Yeah, so uh, my two cents is that it's I'm hoping that it's going to be at the end of uh, this month, perhaps at the next meeting. I think uh, there was a general thought that it maybe would happen at the last meeting, and, and I guess there was some paperwork delays from some different people, but I, you know, the labs are up and running now, which was sort of the big... The first uh, thing that they should have done before, but that's okay. Keep going. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, so now it's, it just comes down to the dispensaries, I think, getting in their paperwork for their final inspection. So hopefully that's happening. And then, you know, I think it'll probably be a couple weeks after that before they have all their ducks in a row. And we're, you know, really excited for the, for them and, and for the consumers. I think that, the delays are, you know, unfortunate, but at the same time, we want to do it right. And I think that's what they're they're focused on is, you know, making sure that 
even with everything happening, you know, if it's a couple months in the grand scheme of things, making sure that, you know, the products have been tested and they're safe to use and, you know, all of those things I think are super important. Well, that's the, actually the whole point of regulating the, the cannabis plant in its own right. I mean, to know where this stuff came from, from seed to sale and regulate it all the way along, then you get what you pay for. You're not worried about it being uh, touched up with anything horrible, and uh, you know exactly who grew it, what the um, effects are going to be of a certain strain versus another strain. I mean, it is so much like the microbrew, you know, microbreweries that are out there that everybody has a different taste for their different beer that they like. It's it's very similar to that, and also wine, too. Well, and I think, I mean, the thing that... Sticks out to me the most, having watched um, a great film called uh, Rolling Papers that was about the Denver Post when Colorado first went recreational, was that without, I believe they did not have testing labs up and running when they first launched, and there was a, a product, an edible, that was on the marketplace, Uh-oh. and actually had like very little uh, THC or, or cannabis in it. And people, you know, if that's their first experience with right. a product right. and they take, you know, 50 milligrams of something Oy. and they oh. have no no reaction, then the next time they go, they're going to try 100 milligrams and they're going to end up, you know, doing something crazy. So right. I think, you know, those are the things that are concerning and, and those are the things that maybe you wouldn't end up seeing with, you know, the microbrews, you know, if, right. you, if you, you know, you drink one beer and you don't feel anything, you drink another one, you know, it's, you're it's starting a, to feel it's, it a little, it's bit. a little right. different, yep. but if you're taking a hundred milligrams versus 10 versus five, you know, you can yep. really go off the rails pretty fast. And, and I think that brings up a great subject right off the bat about the responsible use of an adult only product. And I've talked to a lot of nurses and doctors about this, as well as some of the proprietors of the dispensaries. And, you know, it, it's not dissimilar to if alcohol was being um, legalized for the first time. You would have to learn by testing, if you will, what effect it'll have. What, what effect uh, a glass of wine has on me? What effect one drink has on me? What effect has two drinks, three drinks? What is my limit? And those are the same kind of lessons that have to be taught in the cannabis industry. And the Green Nurse Group does a great job with their little slogan of Start low, go slow. I think I've, believe me, I've been trying to memorize that now for a couple of weeks. I think you got it. I think I got it. So you start low and you go slow, like a two and a half milligram dose in the beginning of an edible. And everybody has an edible story. Some of them are not pleasant, let's just say. I have had, we've all been, I think we've all been there, right? And we've all lived to tell the story, which again is the most important thing. A lot of people still have this stigma about cannabis. And I always start with this. I go, oh, well, you enjoy alcohol. Well, of course I enjoy alcohol, right? Of course you do. Absolutely. I said, so you know you can die from alcohol poisoning. Oh, yes, I know. But I'm responsible. I said, well, you know, no one's ever died from cannabis poisoning, if you will, if it's a pure cannabis plant. So already you're dealing with a a product that is less toxic and less harmful to your system. And in fact, the endocannabinoid system enjoys getting a little cannabis once in a while. So the, the preaching, I guess, is to 
learn about the product before you taste the product because this is not your daddy's weed from college in the 70s. Mm-hmm. This is far more potent. Right. And I think, you know, and that's why Leafly is such a great resource. You know, we've got, um, you know, information on of you know thousands of different strains and and those different strains can be you know have different effects and can affect different people differently as well and so it has to, you know yeah. it, it's it's all about you know your own cannabis journey and figuring out what that looks like you know trying things you know start low go slow start but start low go slow there's a, there's a there's a million different products out there too and there's a lot of different strains and there's different ways to consume so it's it's just about being informed as to what you're taking uh, how much you're taking, and then kind of, you know, keeping your own records of it and, and looking at some of the other reviews. You know, one of the things that I love about Leafly is the user reviews. Yeah. Uh, people go on there and there's thousands of reviews on, on you know, the top strains and you can see how it affects people differently, which is fascinating in my opinion as well. Yeah. And of course, yeah, you can actually sign up for the Leafly newsletter very easily. Just go to their website and sign up and subscribe. Um, I get it when, I don't know if it's daily, but I certainly get it all the time. And it always seems to be the most thorough and easy to read and use. Like today, um, and I hate dating these podcasts because for the most part, it's evergreen content, but we are going to be dating this one and releasing it as quickly as possible for a number of reasons. But today we talk uh, in the newsletter was talking about terpenes and the type of terpenes and the different terpenes that can be um, in this, in, in the cannabis plant and what those effects of those terpenes will have on you. And that, to, first of all, I am not a chemist, okay? I didn't. I'm not either. I did not like science. <laughs> I never, I, I think astronomy was my science requirement at Tufts University. And uh, let's just say I got through that one. And Lord knows I still love looking at the stars, yeah. especially when I've had a little cannabis, to be honest. Anyway. Um, I was more of a dinosaurs guy. <laughs> all right. That's cool. That's all right. So um, this is one of the things about Leafly, again, that distinguishes them. Yes, it's, it's reviews, but there's also, there's tons of education out there about the different types of terpenes that you can get the desired effect from your cannabis plant if you do a little research or you go into a dispensary like Revolutionary Clinics or Alternative Compassion or I'll throw in Garden Remedies too because they're friends too yeah. and, and, and ask the patient advocates about, okay, what's this strain like? Mm-hmm. And as we've talked, everybody's, it's going to affect everybody differently and similar to alcohol. I mean, there are people out there who can have five or six scotches and, and get behind the wheel of a car and, and drive home and it blows my mind, you know, and of course I don't want to get anywhere near them, but you know, they are those who can handle their liquor and those who can't. And the same principle and analogy can be made to the cannabis industry. There are those who can handle their cannabis and those who cannot. So there's always different levels for different people, correct? Correct. And, and I think, you know, we've, at, at Leafly, we've always sort of had the classification system of the strains and, you know, you either have your sativas or your indicas or your hybrids. And as we're evolving in getting more into the science of cannabis and, mm-hmm. and looking at things like terpenes, you know, we're, we're finding in you know, unveiling things around this that actually say that, you know, there's a deeper level of understanding that you can actually have for this product. And there's some interesting science behind, you know, certain strains that 
maybe might be a sativa or an indica, actually have very similar terpene profiles. And so for certain people, you might actually have the same Effect. effects. Uh, no matter if it's a sativa or an indica, that's yeah, the key, right? Yeah, so yeah. There's, there's a lot there. And, and looking at the terpenes, you can figure out, you know, which ones potentially are better for certain medical purposes, anti-inflammatory or, you know, insomnia, things like that. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that still has to be uncovered and presented, and, and we're kind of working towards that uh, over here at Leafly. Just a reminder to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course you can find it on the clnsmedia.com website, as well as a video recording on the Weed Tube. Dot com. Yes, indeed, there are some exciting changes involved with CLNS Media, and we will be able to talk about them all next Tuesday night, October 9th, at Sensi Night in Boston at the Royale. If you do not have an invite to that event, please contact me at info at littleparkmedia.com. That's info at littleparkmedia.com. Congratulations go out to our supporter, Revolutionary Clinics. They have just opened their second facility for medicinal marijuana, and it's in the People's Republic of Cambridge, located on Fawcett Street, just next to the Fresh Pond Rotary. Rev Clinics prides itself on patient education and individualized service. Thursday nights are education nights for Rev Clinics at their 67 Broadway location in Somerville, and now on Fawcett Street in Cambridge. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.